0: and let's get trusted
1: somewhat happy hour with Josh Vest. Hello and welcome to the Somewhat Happy Hour podcast with me, Josh Vest. This is a, going to be a phenomenal episode, one of the best. Uh, I have some of uh, my favorite people, some some people that I love having a dinner party with. Actually, they're the only people I've ever had a dinner party with, but that makes them the best, no matter what. And my guests today are Rachel Dixon and Mark Zubayli. Hi, everyone.
2: Howdy. Hello.
1: Welcome to the Somewhat Happy Hour podcast. To start Thank the podcast, you. I would like to uh, have a cheers to, to you all. This, uh, this evening, I'm drinking a, uh, a black cherry white claw, but a cheers to a great, somewhat dinner party. Somewhat happy dinner party that is. Cheers. Clink. Cheers. So, how's everyone doing today?
0: It's good. Doing well. I, I've got doing a weird well. feeling of deja vu, though.
1: Really? Oh wow! You know, I have mm-hmm. the same. Rachel, how about you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'll 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 break the ice, listeners. This is the Please. second time we have recorded this episode. Um, this episode was um, originally done on uh, a few days ago, and then I went to put the episode together and could not hear my mic or mark. Rachel was loud, though.
2: I'm perfect, but um,
1: uh,
2: that's neither here I, yeah. nor there.
1: Okay. Um, and so I had to bother my friends once more and ask them if they would be a part of the show, however, just redoing the episode. So although... You have never heard these questions before. My guests have, and let's hope they're still as excited to be here on the somewhat happy hour podcast. It's good I'm to see somewhat I'm excited for those of you listening. <laughs> we were recording this, um, and I this is also on video. They don't look very excited, but that's okay. Rude. Well, that, I mean, you, I really don't think
2: that that is the way to boost morale, actually. Um, well,
1: you both you both said. I'm excited with like, you know, a very serious face.
2: I have been known my whole life as someone who has a resting approachable face. You do. Um, so I really think that what you said to me just now is very rude.
1: I do apologize. Mm.
2: Well, thanks. Can we- Thank
0: you for putting him in his place.
2: Yeah.
1: Someone <laughs> has to do it. No one's no <laughs> one's weird in the past, uh, you know, few months since I've been at home year, well, a year I've been at home. Um,
2: That's why Josh keeps me around as his friend. Listeners to bully him and give yes. him advice that he won't listen to.
1: That's me, Josh Fest. Let's get the ball rolling. Um, so let's let's start with your life story up to this point in forty three seconds. You don't have to take the entire forty three seconds, but you're, you may. Um, Mark, let's uh, as he takes a sip. Let's let's start with you. I was born and now I'm here. It's so. Nice having you. Is that is that fast enough? I think that's perfect. Rachel? <laughs>
2: okay. Um, yeah, you so I don't know much. how I'm supposed uh, to follow that up.
1: Awesome. Well, I, again, good. good to have you both here in the Somewhat Happy Hour. Um, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. All right. Well, tune in next week. Uh, we have a great show for you next week. <laughs> Uh, a proof is going to be here. This is about how uh, this
2: is double the length. That's of my exciting.
1: Podcast. This is yeah. I'm right at four minutes right now. So great, great episode this week too. I really enjoyed it. I uh, listened to it this morning. So let's let's just you know let's just go for it. Um, this is a somewhat uh, theater podcast and somewhat random topic podcast. Um, but I would like to start with uh, love for for the performing arts. Um, Rachel, can you tell me what, what, when did you start, uh, wanting to act? What made you fall in love with, um, the theater? Um, and, and what, what, so basically what inspired you?
2: Sure. Um, I, my mom's a big theater person. Um, I had, went and saw my first puppet show at six months old at Adventure Theater. Shout out to Echo Echo Park. Shout out to Glen Echo Park. Um, Yeah, and we um, would just do that. And then when I was five, I was old enough to go to theater camp. And so I went to theater camp. And that was when I was in my very first role where I played Cobweb in Midsummer Night's Dream, a role I would later reprise my freshman year of college. Um, And yeah, like, Uh, I just never really wanted, had a whole lot of interest in doing anything else. You know, I just, I, I loved it and I've just always been a ham. So (laughs) that's just, that's just what it is.
1: (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love that. Uh, Mark. Um,
0: I, as a very young child, uh, was reciting Shakespeare from memory. Uh, okay. I wasn't doing that, but, uh. I, I watched a lot of like like old movies, uh well, relatively old movies and uh like classic musicals and stuff. Um my parents had uh like the The Sound of Music was a big one, The Music Man and uh uh Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um I watched those a lot as a child and uh I guess uh I I, I would uh sort of go on to imitate things that I that I saw and heard uh, (laughs) in these movies and stuff. And then, um, you know, I did some stuff in elementary school, some like little dopey things. And then, um, you know, I did a lot of theater in high school and, uh, and I've done some community stuff and of course stuff at school where we all met each other. Um, and then I've, I've done a couple of like little, like extra work here and there for TV.
1: Um, have you ever played Willy Wonka? I have not. No, that would be fun though. I I think that is a role you you must play.
2: I agree. I'm not I'm
0: not much of a, a
1: dancer, but uh it would probably be fun. I I I see it. You have I don't know what this means, but you have the Willy Wonka look, Mark. A big weird nose. Oh, I don't no what <laughs> why did I think that? <laughs> ah the nose. You could play Willy. He plays Willy Wonka, cast him forever. I'm just um, messing with you. We can, we, the three of us can do a production. You can play Willy Wonka, I'll play Grandpa Joe, and Rachel can play Charlie. Oh, well, who are, I was who gonna are, say, go ahead.
0: No, Rachel, let's say it at the same time three, two, one, Oompa Loompas.
2: <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. I'm sorry.
1: You know, when I did <laughs> when the I musical version years ago, uh, when I was a short, shorter tubbier child, I played in Oompa Loompa, um, and it was one of Sorry. the uh, most embarrassing things I've ever done. I was I was the Oompa Loompa that was in the Mike TV scene that uh, they would show the candy bar getting uh, bigger, but instead they gave me a uh, full Hershey bar, and I would just hold that up, and that was it. They would put you know, the Wonka bar in one way, and then the other way it would be the big... Uh, I, I They always gave me the big... Candy yeah, candy. yeah, yeah. I had to eat it. It was a, it was a. Trip. That's fun. Yeah, and uh, I played I, uh, a bunch of other roles in the ensemble, and I. They gave us like during the Candyman song, we ate lollipops, but we would have three shows a day, and we would have to use the hmm. same lollipop for each performance, and it was always like, "Is Ew. this mine? Oh, are you sure, this is mine."
0: Ew. Wait, I but lollipops are so cheap, though.
1: Yeah. Why I are they, guess, why are they you know, making you eat the same one? Well, I mean, they were pretty big lollipops. But still, you you'd think, oh, we can spend like eight dollars on like a pack of like forty lollipops or something. But uh, no, nah, nah. build character. Think. Yeah, well, I still made it.
2: When uh, I was younger, I wanted to be in Willy Wonka and like or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory so badly, and I um my like dream role was Veruca Salt. I wanted that Perfect. for myself.
1: I see it. Yeah. too movie. old now well you know in the broadway production that came out a few years ago they had adults playing the kids all but charlie everyone else was an adult um so it's okay. kind of odd
2: yeah uh, well you know. it's broadway so i'm sure they are very talented
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow mark is just uh, throwing me under the bus um mark uh, uh Wow, I can't even respond to that. For the listeners, uh,
2: Mark just showed a photo to us of Josh in Blueface.
1: I played the genie in Latin. Yes, you did. And they said to me, do you like the color blue? And I was like, yeah, it's my favorite color. And they said, good, well, we're going to paint you this. And the picture, Mark, um, just showed all of us, was from the first time I ever had the makeup on. <laughs> they didn't use face paint. I'll, I'll tell you that. The first time we ever did the makeup, it was not face paint. Ask me what they used.
2: What did they use? What did they
1: use? Acrylic paint. Do you know how hard it was to get that off my skin and out of my ears? So hard. It was terrifying. I'm, was,
2: I'm sorry. That, standing in the shower be like, you were- it's not coming off.
1: <laughs> okay. We all met in the fall of 2018 at George Mason University when we all graduated from theater school. Uh yeah. Go go Patriots. Um. Yes. And they you know, speaking of the Mason players, they just released a bunch of uh uh, new stuff and i i actually bought a nice little mask that says mason players and it has little theater masks on it and i've been looking for a theater mask and i thought well this is a i'll just buy this uh support the mason players that's so um, cute. But, that's cute um we we all met on a production called uh Mockino, uh by uh by sophie, sophie treadwell Tred- yes yes um and uh, it, it was it's it's one of my favorite productions I've ever been a part of. I met some of my best of pals on that show. yeah yeah I, I played the husband <laughs> and, and Rachel, who did you play
2: um I played I was in the everybody ensemble. else yeah I played a series of of roles um adding clerk, woman at bar, lawyer for the prosecution, second guard.
1: but these were like you know, not like like a walk on, like, hi, and then that's the end of that character. Um, you know, but but they were good. And then Mark, there was one character you played. You played a, quite a few characters. I loved watching. I would get to watch you guys rehearse the scene. Was when you were the mm-hmm. were you the bailiff? Uh,
0: no, I was the judge. Uh, Tony was the bailiff.
1: Okay, but
2: yeah, because originally the- Tony was going to be the judge, and that is hilarious.
0: They switched us.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. But I I meant during the prison scene. Jailer. You were the jailer, and and you were just sitting full, like, halfway down the chair, um, looked Mm -hmm. absolutely super relaxed.
0: It was great, uh, because that was the final scene of the show. And, uh, you know, I was always tired by then, so I... I wasn't even acting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we we you had been moving stuff all night, uh, you know, so you're tired. We all had. Well, I I actually Julie and I were the only ones that didn't move anything. All right, I, I um, but but you know I worked. Yeah. The oh.
2: final scene, I had to strap her into the electric chair.
1: How you the, did? How did that chair yes, work? I, I'm curious. I never actually got to really you know look at it. I never got. Close.
2: It was well, it wasn't a real electric chair. I understand. Believe that. it or not. Oh, good. I was worried. It was basically just, like, a chair, and then they had added some accoutrements, and there was, like, Velcro, and we had to, like, make it look like it wasn't Velcro, but the most stressful part of it was, right after the blackout, having to help Julia out of it, because, yeah. um, you know, the lights were coming back up, and also she was having anxiety. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> well, you know, it was such a special show, because I got to meet all of you um Mark and I would sit at the top of the uh, where, where we were asked to sit during the uh, rehearsal process and uh, my goal for every rehearsal was to say hi Mark at least five times was I successful Which is, some I days have to yeah. say,
2: Ron, it's an odd way to make friends yeah,
1: I, <laughs> I, like, I, I you know yeah it is bullied uh, me into being your friend I did basically. I like, hi Mark um but. Yeah. Look at us now. Now you guys are on my podcast because we're friends.
2: Now we're looking at each other yeah. through a screen.
1: Right. Um, but that's that's how Mark and I became. Kisses. Yes. Thank you, Rachel.
0: Well, you did say you would uh, email me a computer virus if I didn't show up. So there is that.
1: <laughs> oh, Mark, you weren't supposed to see that on the recording. <laughs> I didn't recording. even get
2: this time.
1: It's, Mark is a very difficult person to uh, – to get on a show. He has, uh, you were just gonna going to end there. there.
2: Mark is a very difficult person.
1: <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't Wouldn't say have that. been wrong. Um, I wouldn't say that on, uh, on, on, a, on in a public. Television. Right. Well, that's nice of you. At the end of the day, I, I want you both to know, I, I, I loved working with you and I'm so glad we got to work together and this friendship. Yeah. Crew. Um, but it really,
2: oh, it really did? started
1: to, um, what'd you say, Rachel?
2: She said, me too. Oh,
1: okay. okay. Uh, the, our friendship really uh, started to to grow and grow and grow in the summer of 2019. Let's um, nineteen. Let's let's talk about that. That somehow.
2: was when, listeners, Josh lived in a garage. That was. I.
1: Okay. We lived and... there with him, actually. <laughs> uh, See we all, this? We all slept this I had no floor. idea. You know, in the first recording we did, of this episode just so the listeners can you know stay with us uh we mentioned this quite a few times that i lived in a garage but it it really just sounds like i lit like there was a garage door it opened and then there's like i just live in inside of a garage there was a little like it was like a tiny house inside
2: it was a little apartment um, it it was was a little apartment yeah
1: okay sure yes yeah it wasn't just like you know here's my uh garage and i sleep over there and I use the, uh, you know, that's where we had all of our dinner parties. Mark would bring the queso, Rachel would bring vegetables, and I brought nothing. I am an excellent host.
2: <laughs> you were the best host.
1: You brought joy to us all. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Uh, we we had a we had a theme uh, dinner party once. It was Hawaiian shirt themed. Uh, do you remember that one? That was my favorite one. Uh, I do remember that. That was the first one, wasn't it? No, that's yes. when we had a uh, special. Oh, well maybe, maybe then we had another one. Cause Tony, remember Tony came once. Tony... I do remember that. Yeah. Um, and that was, you know, great. And, and... Tony, yes. Listeners. Um, hi Tony. <laughs> I hope you well. I miss you. you uh, <laughs> you <both. laughs> we had, uh, dinner parties just about every other week in that summer. We, we were, uh, Just you know, always together on the weekends, and it was great. Um, We went. Rachel and I went to go see Mark's play, a musical, Amelie, uh, out in Maryland, Um, and it was a great performance and a a, a great night. You're welcome. Um, And uh, the next night, Mark's
2: performance uh, made me cry.
1: Yeah, it, it. Mark has the voice. That, you know, once he starts singing, you start crying because it's so beautiful. And I don't mean that as a joke. I'm being very serious. Um, I also saw Mark in RAG at George Mason University. And um, I may or may not have tried very hard to get the audience to give him an entrance applause. I I certainly will <laughs> not I was sitting. It was just quiet. Um, but, you know, that's just me. Uh. uh I'm sorry that never took off. You know, so am I. I was surprised. I thought, oh, I got this. I can get the entire CFA to go along with me, right? I mean, no, I couldn't. The entire sold out right. CFA. Right, right. Um, but, it, you know, it didn't work out. Um, you know, you win some, you lose some. That's okay.
2: Nonetheless, Mark's performance was amazing. It was. He did so well. And we were very so nice proud as his friends.
1: I, I didn't... I, Was a bad man. You were. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about what what that was like working on Rags? It was a, it was like, was it, was it a, is it considered a revival or where where does that stand? Because I I know that it was on Broadway at one point, but then it was, it's kind of like, didn't do very well. So what would we call that?
0: I don't know. It hasn't been back to Broadway yet. So it wouldn't be a revival. Um, I don't think. But, uh, basically it was a, like a failed musical when it first came out, which was in like the, uh, eighties, I believe. Um, and it didn't do well. And so, uh, they did a big like rework of the story and some of the songs. And, uh, when we did it, it was still kind of in progress of like being changed. Um, and then like around the time that we wrapped, I think is when it, when it opened in, uh, London, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I don't. And I think there were some changes from like between our version and the one that they did in the UK, but, um, I don't know exactly what they are, but it, it, I I don't, it it was a really unique situation. So it wasn't quite a revival, but it kind of, Mm -hmm. but it it was, it's really like a totally different show. Um, and like my character wasn't even in the, the original, uh, the original show and things like that. So it, it was very different. Yeah. But it, uh, it, definitely i think was changed for the better i i really enjoyed
2: originated a role
0: yeah you did no i didn't i wish though
2: you did
1: in a way you kind of did you originated the role at george mason i did do that i did do that that's true
2: the character wasn't in the first one the character wasn't in the first one
0: yes he was not um, so
2: you originated the role?
0: No, there yes. was a there was a show before us in uh, Chicago.
2: Oh, that's right. They were calling it the East Coast premiere. I think.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's true. So Still I originated true. the role on the East Coast. That's exciting.
2: It's very cool.
0: Yeah, I was. The one thing I was bummed about is that the uh, the director of the show, who I love very much, I mean we all do. Um, he did not want actors to do accents for the characters but I really thought it would have been fun to do an accent for my character. What
2: um, accent would you have picked?
0: Yeah, German.
2: Oh, Broffenbrenner, right? Sure. No, that wasn't his name. My, love, no. my memory. Bro-
1: Brof- not Broffman. That can't be it. What was his name? Broffman. Broffman. Yeah. I was
2: close. Where did I get Broffenbrenner? Is that a company? I don't know,
1: but I like that.
2: I'm looking it up right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Because... Well, I mean-
2: I'll be mad. Like, that can't just come out of my mind.
1: W- did he have a first name? Why not? Name?
0: Or was, was it just Bron? Well, he only ever went by, by Bronfman. But his first name was Max.
2: What I was referring to was the Broffenbrenner's ecologi- ecological systems theory. Which, I don't know if you guys ever studied this in school, but it's like- Oh, the- yeah. Microsystem, sure. mesosystem, exosystem, macrosystem, chronosystem. So for all you listeners out there, if you want to uh, follow along with me, it's Broffenbrenner Ec- Ecological Systems Theory.
1: You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: I just pulled that. That just pulled out of my mind. That's Who funny. says
1: this isn't a science podcast? I do. Who says? It's this? not a science podcast. No. Fun fact. Fun fact. My kindergarten teacher- is related to Bill Nye, the science guy. That's,
2: that's fun. really fun.
0: They had a
1: friend in
0: uh, high school who, whose father was like a physicist or something. Mm-hmm. And apparently he worked a lot with Bill Nye like back when he was like doing lab stuff. Um, and I guess Bill really, really looked up to my friend's dad as like a uh, mentor or something. I don't know. Who knows how much of that is true, but that's what <laughs> she told me. And I believed her because her dad was, this, you know, very sciencey type, so right, it checked
1: out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So you have no connections to Bill Nye. None. Who do you know? Anyone famous?
2: Um, one time I went to a bot mitzvah, and Barbara Streisand was there.
1: Ooh, no way. Yes, way. Wow.
2: Yeah, that was cool.
1: Is it? Is that real?
2: Yes. Yeah, my dad's best friend from college, his wife, is Barbara
0: Streisand. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh i wish no my dad's best friend from college his wife's parents wrote a bunch of barbara streisand songs so Whoa. then when the daughter emily had her like bat mitzvah party um barbara streisand went
1: did she sing she just
2: popped in. wow no, no 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 she was like it was very under the not. radar i was like oh, that's barbara streisand and everyone was like don't go talk to her and i was like oh, okay fine <laughs>
1: You can wave from a distance.
2: Hello, Barb. That was the same year. Do you remember that song that was like do 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 do? Barbara Streisand. Do you remember that? No. When that song was popular. Oh, okay. Well, that was a popular song on the radio at the time. Popular song on the radio at that time. So did they
1: play it, and then every one in the room went do 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 do. And when it got to Barbara Streisand, they all pointed.
2: No, I don't think that missed opportunity. I don't think the parents let the DJ play it. Anyway.
1: Hmm. Um, that's, that's such a good story. Like wh- is it? <laughs> I think it's a really good story.
2: Well, I thanks. Mean,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: It doesn't really have a beginning, a middle, or an end. It's just like, this happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, they say Barbra Streisand is still out there to this day. At the at local the
2: party was. Our mitzvahs. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, in
1: the world i yeah I, I hope so we're going through a pandemic as everyone in the world knows uh have you picked up any hobbies during uh during the pandemic
2: knitting yeah
1: uh, rachel can you can you talk a little bit more about that
2: yeah um I have knit two blankets thus far um it's fun <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are we talking full size blankets?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, The first blanket is like Winnie sized, and Winnie's my dog. For those who don't know, Um, yeah, and she loves it. It's like kind of the wool, the yarn. The yarn is kind. The yarn is kind of weighted, so it's like it serves as like kind of a dog weighted blanket. So we call it her security blanket for um, when she's freaked out by the TV. And um the other one is like a nice lap sized blanket that I think I'm going to give to my employer's uh sister-in-law cuz she just had a baby and it's like perfect baby colors. Hi. that's cute.
1: Um uh, Mark, have you picked up any hobbies?
2: Yes. Um
0: I I I have been uh uh doing a lot of, you know, just like boring stuff um playing lots more video games than i used to uh which is not entirely a bad thing no. um but also um i have been uh we, we recently got a rowing machine in our house so for the first time in my life i am exercising regularly uh rowing machines so, so, are know, hardcore that's, it, it's not easy <laughs> it is not easy
2: no it's, that's a full it's, body it's, workout good for you
0: it's, it's rough, you know? Um, but uh, I'm not doing anything terribly exciting. Um, we can talk more about specific things later, I think. But uh, uh, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing some video and audio editing as well, which is something that I've sort of been picking up on the fly. Uh, but it's, you know, something to do um, while we're all locked inside for the next, you know, two years.
1: Uh, now, have either of you done any uh, productions or anything like that while uh, this has started, or this has been since, since it has started some zoom theater or radio. I haven't
2: done any theater in the past year. No,
1: no,
0: I I did something for class, but like, that was about it.
1: Okay. Um, I did a lot of that in the beginning, but the more I did it, the more I was like, this isn't for me. Um, Yeah. It's rough. I find it more exhausting to do, you know, that than I did, you know, being in, in a show in front of an audience. Um, it's really also very hard to play off of, of someone. Mm-hmm. I really have if, a lot of
2: respect for, like, um, people who, like, are doing Zoom theater. Um, and, like, we have, you know, like, fellow Mason alums and, like, who, and, like, Mason-affiliated students who, like, you know, like, the Shakespeare Theater Company and, like, I know that they are, like, really active. And I think that, like, I really have so much respect for it. I just like me personally, like I know that I can't get involved because I just, just the idea depresses me and like, I'm already depressed. So I don't need, you know, more, you know, but I think that it's, it's really great that they're, that they're trying to make it work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting ready to assistant direct on a, a, a zoom play. Um, with a fellow mason uh graduate uh Mr. Tyler Shores we're getting ready to uh produce clue clue at home is what oh, it boy. so i i'm very excited to see what we can do with you know making this play work uh, online it was it was adapted to uh from the full version of the play to a stay-at-home version. So I'm, I'm really interested to see what was taken out and then what uh, wasn't. Because I've directed the full uh, version a few summers ago. So now it will be a little, little different. I'm excited
2: to hear how that goes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, just a little. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you, uh, as we talked about earlier, w- we all love a good dinner party. Um, what is something you shouldn't bring to a dinner party?
0: A deadly virus.
2: Uh, That... Is also my answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but if we're looking for serious answer, I'll say uh, your own silverware. I think that would be a really weird.
1: Uh, huh. I feel like, like no, got- it's okay. I've got, I've got, I've got my own. I, I feel like that might be something. Known allergens. I, I would do during that during a uh,
2: a dinner party. Well.
1: well, I'm sorry. What did you say, Rachel?
2: Known allergens.
1: Okay. Yeah. So there's always that one person that brings something, and you're like, you're not supposed to. I mean,
2: I don't have any allergies, but, you know, we try to be respectful.
1: Right. It's all Um, about
2: respect.
0: I'll bring a uh, peanut and shellfish stew in a bread bowl. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, Mark. Other than that, you know, there's so many weird things that you could bring to a a dinner party. Um, What What is your.
2: What do you? What would you not bring?
1: Um, I wouldn't bring. Uh, um, I wouldn't bring my dish in a like you know like a, a f- like a pan. I don't know if that makes sense, but like if I just show up and I have this pan, then I'm like, hey, brought some French fries. Um, if if it's appropriate, okay. then I I know it, it's weird.
2: It like a serving dish.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm sorry, that wasn't a very good answer, but I, uh, I, <laughs> you're
2: so funny.
1: Um, now I'm just embarrassed. Um, <laughs> what What is your favorite thing to bring to a uh, uh, a dinner party, Mark? I don't.
0: I don't think I have a single favorite thing, but just something that I made, and then having people saying that it's good is a nice feeling.
2: Yeah, there's nothing better than like compliments on your homemade food. Mm-hmm. I um I think my favorite thing is to bring like guacamole. I make good guacamole. Yes.
1: <laughs> Again, I don't bring anything to dinner parties um because you know I'm just that selfish at least at my house. But uh Mark would make queso chips and queso, which I thought was chef's kiss, one of the best.
2: Mark is the bee's knees. <laughs> True.
1: There's no better way what? to put it. And that's that's uh I, I even got to make it with with Mark. What's, uh Mark taught me. Yes. Okay. So I don't remember how to make it now, but I was there in the moment helping. I don't think I helped very much. I think I maybe cut some uh, something. So a little bit of this, a little of that. No, you, you you did a great job. Thank you.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Mark you is know,
2: so you sweet.
1: Put yeah. things in the pot. Um, and that that's you know that's what we. You got to have supportive friends in your life. And I have two very supportive friends. Um, And I'd like to give them, uh, you know, uh, uh, show my support for the projects that they're working on. Um, Rachel has a podcast.
2: It's true. It's true. I do.
1: Yeah. Can you? uh, It's so much fun. I I really, you know, it's one of my favorite things each week. I look forward to it. Um, I I really enjoy, uh, you know, it's a nice way to uh, wind down the week because it usually premieres on Saturdays, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I really look forward to Correct. it, and it's 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 you know it's just a f- a minute or two, and it's a great it's it's great. Um, Rachel, can you talk a little bit about uh, your podcast and your page?
2: Yeah, yeah. So. Um- My podcast is a poetry podcast. It's called Honey Colored Glasses. Um, There is an an attached Instagram page under the same name. Um, And yeah, Josh really, really, you know, said it best. It's just a minute or two at most. And it's me just reading a poem that I wrote because that's something that I that I do, that I like doing. And the Instagram page is pretty cool because um, I post the poems uh, written out on there so you can actually, like, read them. And then also I have a, a visual artist friend who makes something um, for, like, inspired by the poem. And then that gets posted, like, the in the next, like, day or two after the episode goes out. And I just think that that is so cool. And like, just a really awesome way to share different art. And like, especially now, you know, art's so important and blah, 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 blah.
1: (laughs) So what (laughs) got you into uh, writing poetry? Have you always uh, written poetry? Or is this something that you picked up? uh, Because I know you've done it before the pandemic. Now it but but this where you've dedicated a uh, a podcast and an Instagram page to it how how, how long have you been uh, writing
2: yeah so um again back to my mom i get so much of my like creative juice from my mom i guess but she always uh would write for me and like other just like loved ones um little like birthday poems and she's like kind of a writer um but not like as a career or anything. And so I just kind of always had that as like a, just a, oh yeah. And like, that's something that you can do, like just as a fun thing. And, um, in like middle school and high school, it was a lot of like journal entries that just became like sort of like spoken word pieces of just like how sad I was about a boy or whatever, you know, like very, um, very emotional and like just too much but you know in hindsight like glad that I just had that outlet and then um yeah you know being the great part about um theater school especially our theater school I think is that it was less trying to create performers and more a little bit more emphasis on how to be an artist in the world which I think is like one of the best things about the mason theater program
0: absolutely so
2: you know would just write sometimes and i wrote like a a little bit my freshman year and then a little bit more my sophomore year and then junior yeah junior year the same thing and then really senior year was when i just got bit by the bug and then i couldn't couldn't stop like i i shared stuff from like the rest of college with some other friends and they were like no these good like you should keep doing it and you know for uh, for actors, for hams, whatever. Like, there's nothing more than a compliment to make you go, "Oh, okay, then I'm going to keep doing it." Um, why and do you love sharing podcast?
1: Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, and I
2: love sharing, so that's why. And I don't know. I think, like, given my theater background, that's kind of why I wanted to like share the poems, is because it's like it's 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 speaking other people listen so yay
1: Perfect. i love that mark let's talk about your twitch your twitch account
2: let's talk about it
1: so tell tell me a little bit about what twitch is i don't know very much about it at all it is
0: a live streaming service where you uh most people use it to uh play games um but you you don't have to play games. You can just talk or do like art or cooking or whatever like your hobby is. Weirdly enough, right now, uh, opening packs of Pokemon cards is hugely popular. But you know, it's just it's it's just like stuff you do and you hang out and just like any like social media app where you can go live. You just uh, people who are watching can chat and you read it and you know you kind of respond and feed off each other and everything like that. Um, so I, I have one, uh, with my brother and my, my, uh, childhood friend from middle school. Uh, and our, our, the secret is that we pretend that we're all brothers, even though we're not, but, uh, <laughs>
1: an but you know, if anybody
0: asks us about it, we're like, yeah, of course, of course, of course we're identical triplet brothers. Uh, like me but
1: we yeah exactly right <laughs> so where where can uh where can we find you on on twitch uh
0: we are at twitch.tv slash real life brothers because we're brothers in real life we uh, play games mostly um you know sometimes we just do like one-off stuff um we do have uh guests from time to time uh we stream a lot with uh and Marty from school. Um, we, we also, uh, once Tony gets his PC fixed, uh, he's he's doing some streaming as well. So he's going to join us for some stuff. Um, we also have Sage joining us uh, very frequently. Every Saturday right now, Sage is with us. Nice. Um, yeah, but a lot of people from Mason have been streaming recently. Um, friend Jill just started uh, like a month ago or something. That's fun. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just a thing that we do for fun and it's, you know, not, it, it's pretty low key, but, uh, we have a good time with it and it, and it gives us an opportunity to play games and like do something with it instead of just kind of, you know, sitting in your room all day, eating Doritos and all that.
1: Yeah, I guess. Even though Doritos are pretty good, but you should do something else. Well, um, it's the food of gamers everywhere. Is that right? <laughs> Yes, love Doritos. <laughs> I do like Doritos. what uh what what what's your favorite flavor? I may ask blue. Oh, okay. Rachel.
2: I like the flame hot Doritos.
1: I just like the nacho uh, Doritos basic. I'm not, yeah, I'm not very excited. I don't live a very exciting life. Um, we know. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I don't do anything really. That's not uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i I am to the end of my my drink. So when that happens that usually means it's uh we're nearing the end of our somewhat happy hour. Um but before we go this,
2: this hour was pretty happy, I have to say. For me. Yes. It's less any, less somewhat more happy.
1: And anytime I get to talk with my friends uh here is it, always a, it's 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 going to be a good hour. Um but we're going to keep the somewhat in day. T- very true. It's it's a very uh you know, I have one last thing to check on my on my schedule for today. And that is the random question round. Uh, This is something I ask each guest on my show. Uh, Just, you know, a random question. Just, you know, because I like random things. Um, And so today's question is, if they made a movie about your life, who would play your part? Well, there's only
0: two white male actors in Hollywood these days. So it would have to be either Tom Holland or Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) But not because I'm fans of them, per se. Tom Hanks, I hope, will die before me because he's three times my age almost. It's true. true. Um, But, you know, uh, obviously I'd prefer that and prefer him. But, you know, Hollywood works in mysterious ways. And those are apparently the only two white men in Hollywood uh, at at the time of recording this. So what can you do?
1: Um, Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and and rachel
2: um okay so i think that my answer would be um i don't know i hate this question i don't know i'm sorry um, someone uh, i don't know like okay I kept just thinking (laughs) Jennifer Garner from 13 going on 30 but I don't think that that is accurate and I know that she's not that age anymore and I I feel like most of if it was my life up until this point it would have to be a child actor like Mm -hmm. I don't know so that's my answer I guess Jennifer Garner era 13 going on 30
1: well I think those are both great answers. And on that note, friends, that is the end of this happy hour. I want to thank you both for joining me uh, as my first guests on the somewhat happy yeah. hour. Uh, we we may have had to film this twice, but maybe we really didn't actually have to. And I just wanted another excuse to see you both. Um,
2: Either way, I don't want to do it a third time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, no, no, this is it. Um, uh, but thank you for your for being honest, Rachel. Um,
2: I would happily film record another episode. I just don't want to talk about the same things again.
1: I understand. Yes. Uh, and that makes why. sense. That's why you know we're gonna use this one no matter what. So congratulations to Sis. you, listener, for making it through our uh, um, <laughs> our episode with Mark and Rachel. Uh, Mark and Rachel. Uh, I I raised my my nearly empty glass to you thanking you so much for joining me on the Somewhat Happy Hour being the best dinner party pals and I love you both dearly and cheers to you all and let's take a final sip love you yeah. so much Yes, love cheers. you. and of course a cheers to you my listeners thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Somewhat Happy Hour with Josh Vest we'll catch you next time
2: Put on your And let's get dressed. It's somewhat happy hour with Josh
1: Best.